0: stop talking? You're such a Why does he always have something to say? talks way too much. This is Chatterbox Kern. Hello, everyone. I hope your week is looking quite fantastic because mine has started off really well. I had a very light day at work, and I'm just ready to get into the recap for The Real Housewives of Potomac Season Five, Episode 14. Hats off. Shades on, let's start. That rusty ass bitch. Relax, just let it play out. But you, but like, you you literally have... You have no common sense. You have no scruples. Candace. You have nothing. You're listening to your weak f***ing ass lawyer and your stupid ass hood rat friends and letting them tell you what the f*** to do. You look stupid. Then let her look stupid. Why be so angry about it? Because you have a lot of, you have like a, that's a lot of nerve. Candace. Like, <sighs> let. It's fine. It's fine. We already knew this was gonna happen. let's rewind a little so we see like small clips of what's going on with the women and we f- we see Monique walking on the street with her family giving out flyers that was so cute a cute little moment we also see Candace warming up her vocals you know like she's preparing to do to redo her song like a remix of the song that she had for her wedding that she sang The song at the wedding was cute, Candice can sing, I have to give that to her and the remix seems like it will be promising but she mentions that I think in her confessional she mentions that she has been feeling down and this is something that she's looking forward to, the remix that is, and this is just the hardest thing she's faced in her life. And I'm not discounting her feelings here because her feelings are valid. However, I'm like, you are facing this hardship because you sort of helped cause it, Candice. And the sooner you admit that or acknowledge that fact, then maybe you'll be able to kind of get over the situation. Because, yeah. So, that was just that part. Anyways, we see Giselle meeting with robin and karen for tea and she's doing this because according to her she's concerned for karen because wendy had told her that karen shared some information with them when they're at monique's lake house so if you guys don't remember karen was drunk and she shared that she helped you know like save her self and ray from the tax situation and she basically was joking it was a joke that she was like and i want my money back obviously wendy being not so drunk remembered what what karen said and relayed the information to giselle and she asked giselle are you going to tell karen and giselle was like nope but here she goes you know giselle she has to carry the bone she is the bone carrier that's literally her only role on this show She needs to do more. Anyways, um, they sit down for tea. And Giselle is all about, I'm just a word for Karen. And I want to be there for my friend. Because if she's going through something and she's not sharing or she's drinking, she needs my support. But I'm like, what is she on? Has she forgotten or does she think we forgot how she showed her care for Karen a few seasons ago? She showed up in a shirt that says, free Uncle Ben, something about the Hugas, and Robin was right there with her laughing about the whole situation. So, miss me with this, I care for Karen narrative, Giselle, no one buys it, not even you believe it. Karen brings up the fact that she's read some stuff about Robin's tax issues, but she doesn't know what is true, so she's asking Robin to her face. And Karen is showing Robin so much grace, a grace that was never extended to her two seasons ago. And Robin is like, well, I can't really talk about it, which is like, wow, this is deja vu. Because when Karen said that, they thought Karen was lying a few seasons ago. And here Robin is saying she can't really speak on the ongoing tax issue. It's just like, wow you laugh at someone and then the karma police is like oh here you go here's your karma too you gotta deal with the same issue so it was kind of funny seeing how composed and how like almost embarrassed robin was about this because you could see she realized she messed up a few seasons ago when she was laughing at karen's situation and as karen said a few seasons ago You have to make millions to owe millions. So Robin owing 90,000. I guess she's just making thousands. I mean, that's still more than I make. But whatever. (laughs) This is not about me. So Karen is like, I'm just here to support you, Robin. That's what friends do. And you could also see the look on Giselle's face. Because she was the like ringleader for laughing and mocking Karen's tax situation. And she's like, in her confessional, she's like... um. I don't even think robin owes that much money maybe like a thousand or two thousand dollars and then the producer is like she owes 90k you knew giselle you're just trying to not make it seem like you're talking badly about robin but it's like keep the same energy for everyone giselle so yeah robin then says she's doing her embellished hats photo shoot and because she's the only person on her website she wants the woman to be part of the new facelift for the website. And she's inviting everyone to be part of the shoot except Monique. And now we see where the complete isolation and ostracizing of Monique will basically be continuing at this point. Because like Monique still has not done anything to you, Robin, at all. She's not done a single thing to you. But yet here you are still being a follower... Robin, I like you, but you need to really stand your ground. And I would want to see something like what happened with Cynthia and Nini happen with Robin and Giselle. Not to the extent where they basically stop talking or not become friends. But Robin just needs a voice. Like, I need to know what Robin is thinking without Giselle. I really do. Like, Robin can be really great, but it's just like every time she's in the room with Giselle, she becomes a follower. It doesn't make sense. So yeah. Giselle then mentions to Karen. What Wendy said about the incident. Or the little confrontation that happened. At the women's empowerment brunch. In quotations okay. <laughs> and Karen is like. That's not how it went. Like I I did say to her. She was being ignorant. But I wasn't downing her degree. Or put, putting her down because. Because. She has her degrees. That's ridiculous. So Karen gets up and reenacts what took place because she was like, no, Wendy came down slithering down the stairs and forced herself into the conversation. And guys, I have been cracking up since I watched the episode because Karen got up and literally reenacted Wendy's slithering down the stairs. And the fact that the producers put the side by side of Karen reenacting what Wendy's what wendy did and actually when they wendy walking on the stairs it was just so hilarious and of course watching the actual episode and tweeting about it and seeing the interactions on twitter and people dying of laughter from the same thing it was just so funny these are the moments i live for watching reality tv with people on the internet and really just laughing and having a good time because that was a very funny moment like i like these three together karen robin and giselle even though i'm not necessarily a fan of giselle and robin so much but i like that they have such good chemistry that they could talk about what was going on and they could still laugh and have fun and that's what the show should be it should be friends laughing and having fun and disagreeing but still making up and being able to move on and i think the woman would have been able to move on from this fight with candace and monique if they had just stayed out of it like karen has stay out of it let the two of them handle it but they interjected themselves and made it their own and because giselle just does not like monique she's leading the charge to get this girl out of the group but yeah let's move on now we're at Wendy's home with her kids and she's having the most fun time with them they're doing like this pose off for a school photo shoot and the boys are posing like there are some models and it was just so funny because they yeah it was a real fun moment seeing her with her kids and I always appreciate these little moments because they're real housewives and part of that is seeing the kids and I always like these little moments so she says that she always teaches her kids certain things and teaches them the value of education because it was very important to her growing up as it was important to her parents even though she has accomplished a lot academically and being a doctor having a PhD in public policy or I think it's public administration but yeah She is proud of that, but she wants her kids to know that she'll support them in whatever they decide to do. And she says she tells them to recite this mantra basically every day. Doing the right thing when nobody's looking. And that is an amazing mantra. It's really good. But it had me thinking, how are you teaching your kids to practice something like this when you're basically chastising money and ostracizing her or helping to ostracize her is that doing the right thing Wendy I don't think that's really doing the right thing because you are helping to paint this woman as the worst you literally told her she is not a role model to her daughter you said that to her to her face like you were one of the people who said that which means you think very poorly of Monique so Is that doing the right thing? Is that how you'd want your kids to treat someone? Is this the right thing that you're speaking of? I don't know. I'm not attacking your motherhood. I would never do that. But it's just fascinating based on what you shared with us. I have to speak about it. Wendy then brings up the fact that she feels really hurt by Karen calling her ignorant because she has worked really hard for her degrees and to get where she is. And She feels like Karen doing that is basically making her work seems like it's not important. And she doesn't like that. But I don't think that's what Karen was saying when she said that, Wendy. And Wendy knows that. But I just feel like Wendy is really reaching for something. It's like Wendy kept saying what Karen's issue is with her. But really though, what is Wendy's issue with Karen? Because it seems like they haven't liked each other before the actual filming of the show. Before when it was casted together. Yes, they have said they served on boards together. But I feel like they really didn't mess with each other on the board. So I think that's where the underlying tension is coming from. Listen, education is really important. Okay, it's very important. But not everyone has a degree. Not everyone will become a doctor and I'll get more I'll talk more about this later on because it comes up again so let's just shift gears and go on to Ashley yeah so Ashley is in therapy she's back in therapy by herself this time and she's talking about her feelings because I mean it's therapy and she shares that she isn't really happy or she And Michael are not happy sexually and what she meant by that or what she means by that is that she's not feeling sexy anymore because she feels like she's a utility for her son so because her son she's breastfeeding him she feels like he is the only person that can touch her at this point so when Michael does it she doesn't feel sexy and she just doesn't want to engage him in that way and Not excusing Michael's behavior, but obviously Michael shows that he craves intimacy. And if he wasn't getting it from Ashley, he went elsewhere to get it. It's a sad situation, but it was what happened, you know? And I just feel really bad for Ashley. And then she starts talking about the fact that motherhood changed her sex life with Michael. Because prior to having Dean, she was free. And we all know this. I mean especially because she confessed to us that they had brought a third party into their marriage earlier or whatever so it's like she's not really sharing that listen motherhood has changed me I'm probably I'm not as free anymore sexually and it's something that needs to be talked about amongst married couples who have kids and how the dynamic changes because it does change and it doesn't necessarily have to change for the the worse but a lot of times people don't have the tools to properly maneuver the new dynamic and i'm happy that ashley is just being so open with this and as well as michael with what he shared in the last meeting that they had with the therapist and she is going through postpartum postpartum depression is a serious situation that a lot of women face and many women go through it alone because they don't have the resources to even go talk to someone or get it handled and sometimes they don't even realize they have postpartum because they just feel like it's just a feeling that will go away if they feel sad or just cry on occasion or often they just feel that like it's just hormones and it, it'll go away but i'm happy ashley is actually talking about this and i'm sure a lot of women out there appreciate something like this being shared so I'm really happy Ashley shared this and it's just a good thing to see. So now she talks to the therapist further and says that she needs a break. Like she needs something to distract her or just to feel better about herself. And she mentions going on a trip. And the therapist is like that sounds like a good idea. And then she just jumps back into being an actual therapist. And at this moment I'm like really bravo. We know the trip is coming up. You just had to put that in there to make it seem like Ashley is going on this trip to deal with postpartum maybe that's true but it's like it was totally obvious that this was a setup for the trip and Ashley is going to be the host let's move on so as we saw earlier in the episode or as I mentioned Candice was warming up her vocals so now she's back in the studio with the recording label guy and he tells her that he's really happy with the song and he basically asks her if she wants to join his label and that's a really great achievement right there i mean candace can sing i have to give her her props with that because she really can sing and the song sounds really good like the remix is a hundred times better than the original and sometimes remixes don't go well but this one did and it was like a nice little moment for Candice, and i appreciated it You know, like she got something that she actually wanted, she worked for, she actually has a talent right there. And that's so good. I mean, she pulled out her tissue, she did her little cry, and but it was a good moment for her. And kudos to you Candice for getting signed because many people would want that opportunity and they just haven't gotten it yet, but you persisted. So that's great. Good job to you. We then get a little glimpse at Monique's home life in the morning and Monique has talked about being super busy in the mornings. And I've seen so many chatter on Twitter about Monique acting like she's the busiest person and she has help and whatever it is. But it seemed so stressful watching that scene because it was obvious that there's so much that goes on into the daily routine of a mom with three kids, even a mom with one kid. And it was just like, wow, this is a lot of chaos going on here. And she seemed stressed, you know. Obviously due to the charges that were filed against her. And she speaks about the fact that how would she have to explain this to her kids? Or if the judges only hear one side of the story and not hers, she would be going to jail. And that would be super stressful for anyone. Especially a mother of three kids. Like... I totally get it the stress was visible through the screens and that moment was like okay Monique does have a lot going on right there at this moment in the episode. Now we're at Giselle's 500k well 900k barn. (laughs) That was because of Candice. Candice said that. At least it looks much better than before because the last time we saw this place it looked a mess. So Ashley shows up and she has Dean with her. And they go into the house and we see a little glimpse of the house, which Giselle really needs a new style. That purple wall with the cushions in the chair, it just did not work. Like Giselle has a very outdated style. Like it's stuck in transition between like, I don't know, it's just stuck. It's stuck and she needs help in that department. Anyways, Ashley shares with Giselle what she spoke to the therapist about and she tells her that she needs to go on a trip and Giselle is all for the idea. But of course, she's like "Money can't come because if money comes, Candace is not going to be there and I won't and then Robin may not be there and then Wendy might not show up either. And at this point, I'm like enough Giselle. Like, okay, we get it. You don't like Monique and you're using this fight that had nothing to do with you. To literally cast her out. And it's just mean at this point. It is mean given the fact that you have forgiven people who have done you actually wrong. It's weird. It's a weird obsession to dislike someone like this to the to this degree. It doesn't make sense. And I'm like Monique could have gone on the trip. She could have because I've seen. I remember The Real Housewives of Orange County Season 12. When the cast was basically split in two. I mean, they didn't even film together for half of the season, and they still had a trip to Iceland, and that trip was funny as hell. So, Money could have been on that trip. But I guess the producers just wanted everything to be fine, especially because things were now legal. And I mean, as we we'll, as we came to find out at the end of the episode, Money countersued Candace. So Going on a trip with her, it wouldn't make sense because of where they were legally. If there weren't any legal issues looming over either of their heads, Monique could have gone on that trip. And I think it was also during the time when it was Chase's birthday, her son. So why would she miss her actual son's birthday to be on a cast trip anyways? Yeah, so Giselle, just stop it. This obsession with hating Monique, you need to let it go just let it go it's not doing you any more favors like you need something else to harp on finally we are at robin's hat event and giselle first shows up and what is with her and these fur vests i mean i know it was fall because it was last october november around that time But oh, am God, Giselle, those fur vests have got to go. And then she has on this ruffly top. And then I'm like, and I'm like, are we watching a vintage film? Is she on the set of Little House on the Prairie? (laughs) Wow, Giselle. I mean, okay, let me stop being harsh and being petty. I kind of did like the top because it was a white, clean top, even though it had ruffles. So she still did look kind of nice. But it just did not work with a fur vest. Like Giselle mixes too many things together. Anyways she starts spilling the beans. You know about what Karen said to Wendy. And then Wendy's all upset again. And Wendy's like she needs to speak to Karen when Karen gets to the event. Because she's the type of person who addresses things straight on. Giselle and Robin then start breaking out the Wendy walk. Because they're showing her what Karen was doing at the tea party or the tea brunch. (laughs) And Wendy looked so embarrassed. But I mean she was like slithered. I didn't slither anywhere. (laughs) So of course by now everyone is at the event. And then Wendy starts talking to Karen. Basically trying to read her in housewives lingo. And... Basically calling Karen a hater. And Karen is like, hater? No. Because why would Karen hate you, Wendy? You know, but Wendy just feels because of the level of education that she has, she needs to be respected at all times. But it's, so, it's the way she does it. She does it in a way that it seems like she's preaching to these women and she looks down on them. And i said this at the very beginning of this season i said this i said i hope wendy is not one of these people who are so elitist that they turn their nose down on people who aren't as educated as they are in terms of on paper and what they have accomplished in actual tertiary education institutions and here she is doing exactly what i hoped she wasn't going to be doing And it just does not look good. No one is bashing Wendy's education. No one is saying that she can't talk about it because it is a great achievement. And she mentions being a child of an immigrant parent or immigrant parents. And I get it. And many people don't like resonate with that. But I get it personally. So I know what it means in that regard. Education really means a lot to immigrants because it is the way out a lot of times. From from situations that a lot of people in countries like America or Canada or the UK, for example, don't necessarily need to worry about. So education is really very important to some immigrants. And I get that part, but it's like Wendy, you are doing it wrong. I do think so. You are making it seem like people who don't have that level of education aren't worth your time. And if that is the case, what are you doing on this show? what are you doing on the show so yeah karen isn't a hater wendy she is just not impressed by you and that means how you conduct yourself which you might think you conduct yourself very well but we've seen otherwise and yeah that's just it she is just not impressed by you anyways i just like that all the girls decided to help robin and i know if she had messaged monique monique would have been there so you kind of missed out on that one but it was good that they all decided to chip in and help her and promote her embellished <laughs> embezzled hats <laughs> according to giselle giselle is a mess right there for saying embezzled hats <laughs> What was obviously karen i don't even know but whatever whatever the case is that was funny when they said embezzled hats so yeah ashley pulls out a flag telling them that they're gonna go on the trip and literally no one there knew what the flag was until when they said Portugal. And they're like, how did you know it was Portugal? And when he was like, because I watch soccer. And they were like, oh. (laughs) They had the blondest and no disrespect to blondes. No disrespect to blondes. They had the blondest moment (laughs) ever. (laughs) They had such a blonde moment because they literally didn't know the flag for Portugal. Candice even said, is it China? China, Candice. China. That was funny. I kind of enjoyed that moment. It was really fun. But yeah, Wendy kept on bringing up what Karen said and saying that she doesn't talk about her degrees as often. And the flashback showed her mentioning her four degrees every chance she gets to every single woman that was there. Like every woman who turned their face up when Wendy said that had a flashback with Wendy preaching about her four degrees to, to, to her. And Karen was like, listen. I don't mind anyone who's educated. That's a great accomplishment and that's great. But I'm also successful and I didn't need to go to school or whatever it is because I come from a very educated family. So I know the value of education and, and I don't care about that. What we're talking about is completely different. When they just can't accept that. She just can't because she. how dare someone who does not have a degree or anyone who has a doctorate speak to her the way that Karen spoke to her by calling out, out her ignorance. And then she was like, well, you do have people who have 10 degrees or whatever it is, and sometimes are ignorant, but I'm not one of them and I have four. And it's like, Wendy, stop it. You either don't think people are ignorant when they have degrees or they are. It doesn't make sense to me what she's doing. And it's clear that because Karen is witty and has her words, she is literally above wendy in that regard like she can she can out talk wendy and wendy is always stumped looking completely dazed and confused as to what is going on because how dare someone who doesn't have a gr- have a degree read her the way she karen reads her <laughs> i mean it's so funny given her tagline that's saying the professor is here and the library is officially open well karen owns this library honey sorry wendy you lose every time you go up against karen like you should just give up befriend karen karen is who you should be friends with because being friends with giselle and robin (laughs) you're you're going to always be on the losing end of a read down because karen is witty (laughs) and we have karen's back wendy because listen we i appreciate all that you have brought as it relates to culture and the fact that you have your degree and your education because I know how important it is and it is very important and commendable because not many black women are allowed or were given the opportunity to succeed so good job on that Wendy but you are not just your degree and I feel like that's what the issue is here Because that's what she knows and that's all she's ever really talked about because it was so important to her mother that she excels in the way that she has. That she maybe does not have an identity outside of the four degrees and whatever it is that she has accomplished academically. And I think that is really the issue here with Wendy. Like she quit her teaching job at the university. So it's obvious she's battling between... Wanting what she wants for herself as well as not trying to disappoint her mom. And as old as we probably get or are at times, we never want to disappoint our parents. We never want to feel like we're disappointing them or making them not be happy with us as adults. I mean, some people may disagree and they really don't care what their parents think. But a lot of people and a lot of immigrant parents and like families have this in common like you don't want to disappoint your parents especially when they have sacrificed so much for you not saying other parents aren't like this but i understand from wendy's viewpoint here and i wish we got more of that angle as opposed to a snobby elitist who turns her nose up at people who don't have degrees and that is literally like alienating a lot of people in the country in the world who are successful Who didn't have a degree or even weren't able to get a degree. But worked hard enough just to. But just work hard. And they are successful just the same. Because look at that Wendy. You are on the same show as Karen. And you guys are basically at the same level of success. Yes different degrees or whatever it is. Different degrees of success that is. But you guys are still successful. So Karen did it without a degree. And you did it with yours. Two different ways but still commendable. So I really hope Wendy, if she comes back next season, she changes this angle because it does not look good. It does not bode well with the audience. And I, I see a lot of people saying that, why are we talking badly about this black woman with her education and degrees? We literally have a franchise called Married to Medicine with successful black women who are doctors. Okay. And we celebrate them because we love them and we love what they do. Because we don't get to see a lot of black doctors on TV or just it's not talked about a lot. So we know that our black people can do well and are educated and we celebrate that. But the women on Married to Medicine don't just throw being a doctor around just anyone. You never see them really use being a doctor to... Like, for example, let Mariah feel bad because she's not a doctor or a quad or a toy. No, they don't really do that. So that's what I mean. We celebrate the achievement. We appreciate the achievement. And it's a great, great thing for the individual and for the black community. But Wendy needs to stop making it the thing that identifies her. Because you are not just the degrees, Wendy. You are smart. It is obvious you are smart. So use that use that yeah and that's where we are with this episode i really kind of liked it i do i did it was a good episode it was very they had so much fun moments that i laughed and little cute moments that i appreciated given the drama of it all wait wait a second remember that audio i played at the beginning of this recap yeah here's the rest of it Never in my entire 33 years of life have I encountered a person who could be this arrogant and evil and sociopathic that you think you have a case to counter sue me for what you did. Two people are the reason that that fight happened. So if you're going to come after me, then I, I have no choice but to come after you. The episode ended with Candice freaking out about the fact that Monique pressed charges against her. And she's trying to understand why would she do something like that? Because she's listening to her weak lawyer and her hood friends. And I'm like, no way. Is Candice this delusional? No way. Because it it is... <laughs> let me even let me start because I'm stuttering I'm trying to understand how in this world could Candice literally file charges against someone and expect them to just take the charges It doesn't matter if it was Monique or anyone like even if it's not Candice or Monique, how can you file charges against someone and not expect them to do the same? <laughs> like I just have to laugh at the situation and the things that she said about Monique is like Candice, the whole internet agrees that you're describing yourself you may not see it because no one has ever really held you accountable except your mom but <laughs> i just have to laugh because there is no way can even her husband was like we knew this was coming just let it play out and it's even funnier because she says that money is so to think that she has a case <laughs> Well, I guess the Montgomery court decided you both didn't have a case because it, <laughs> it got thrown out, Candice. I mean, I'm not trying to laugh, but sometimes you just have to make these things light. Because if you put them on, on your head and make them the thing that you stress about, you will just lose sleep and you just ruin your day. <laughs> Sorry, girl. I, I have to like you are delusional thinking. W- Monique was just going to lay down and have ch- charges filed against her and not do something. No way are you that delusional. I just can't believe it. So yeah now we are really at the end of this recap. Thank you for tuning in to another <laughs> thank you for listening to this recap and remember to check me out on Instagram at Chatterbox Kern where I post snippets of the of the podcast and on Twitter, at Kern Thomas, you can email me your views or your feedback at Kern Thomas at... Well, the email address is Kern, Tom, Kern at KernThomas.com. okay? <laughs> and you can also check out my blog, CurranThomas.com. I will be updating that soon because I have an article that I want to post or I just want to write something that I don't necessarily want to put on the podcast. <laughs> so check that out. Thank you guys for the support. So so far and I will Well see you next week. (laughs) Not see you but you know what I mean. Have a great